All right, welcome to Fright Central. I'm back again with uh, Keck, and I'm Doc. Uh, fuck that up. What's like, going oh. on, man? <laughs> fuck that one up, but whatever. <laughs> uh, not much. Uh, it's just gonna. Yeah, you I, shouldn't start doing like no intro. You should just be like, "Hey, what's going on?" And we're back right suddenly. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Always, like you've never ever said an intro like the same way twice. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I should just like record one and then like put it in there always like, all, all the time edit it in there you know, yeah. the oh, no i like the uh the free free forming uh you know fuck it whatever intro we do right on uh but yeah um i did want to touch up on one last thing from last uh podcast we did i know it was a couple weeks ago it was a correction uh we were talking about the, the last blockbuster uh it's actually yeah. in in uh bend oregon it's the last one. The, or, the one yeah yeah the, yeah i said washington state you said alaska there was one in alaska but that one closed so that there's only one left i still haven't watched that documentary but i just thought i might i just thought i put that correction in yeah we were uh, talking about that with the uh the um the john oliver piece, john oliver piece yeah. he talks about the uh last blockbuster yeah and i also wanted to uh announce that we will be doing some changes uh i'm getting the, the logo f um finished soon and we're going to be start putting our videos up on a uh, youtube not not this one but you know future installments uh maybe it, yeah, it, it will it will be happening at some point uh this year probably and then uh, and then you have the toxic pool of comments too that you can like <laughs> ignore like i don't care i don't give a shit <laughs> Dude, hey man, if you're not getting trolled, you're not doing anything. Right? That's true. But I mean, I'm not gonna like you know read them and take them to heart or anything. Like it's a yeah. fucking it's an opinion fucking show. It's my fucking opinion. Sometimes my opinion sucks, and sometimes my opinion changes over the years. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, didn't like didn't Joe Rogan get blasted and he like came out and he was like. Yeah, people, you should like not listen to me. Like, I'm a fucking idiot. Like, I have a yeah. podcast where I get wasted all fucking day <laughs> yeah. and like have shady characters on, and I'm just like, you know, doing drugs and fucking drinking hard whiskey. Yeah. Like, you know, like don't listen. I mean, he's still, I think, totally fucked up, and he was right to get blasted. He should be getting blasted more, probably. Yeah. But like, at least he did say that you know he was an idiot, which is what we we're all thinking. Yeah. I I mean yeah he does have like a lot of influence so that's, like that's the thing even though it's not like a it's not like a news or like factual type of show it is no, more of like a opinions. comedy opinion so like but yeah but he claims to be like a level-headed, rational-minded individual. He tries to act like very intellectual, which is funny to me because yeah. I I don't see him that way. Yeah. But like you know, what I mean, he has a huge following. You know, I think he's got like what like number one or number two highest listened to podcast in the United States, right? He's he's Probably. up there top five you know what i mean so like when you have that kind of audience you have to sort of take yourself seriously otherwise you're tucker carlson yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i only really listen to like a couple uh you know like mostly nerd cast i mean uh, sometimes i listen to joe rogan sometimes mark Marin, but most of the time it's a uh, fat man beyond with uh, kevin smith and mark bernard and, and the uh, yeah. week and the weekly planet with these two uh australian guys are like my uh main listens to so i listen to joe rogan when he's doing stuff uh involving science fiction and stuff like that yeah, yeah. um like he had travis walton on recently uh the classic horror movie fire in the sky which we both kind of said like like it is a horror podcast but like i can't watch that movie man yeah that traumatized me as a kid every time i i keep seeing these like uh posts of like what what movie traumatized you as a kid and i'm like fire in the fucking sky dude like yeah i can't go back and watch that like i like Travis walton told that whole like story on the podcast and like you know it it, it was almost like even creepier like what he said i mean i don't know if it happened or not but the story's terrifying to me yeah 
And like he's obviously fucked up. And then I watch Bob Lazar with the flying saucers. Yeah, I've seen and that then one. He, he has other people, and he had George Knapp on, who's like a famous like UFO journalist. And um, Bob Lazar made him famous. And he has other people on, like Commander Fraber, the Army guy that uh, took the pictures from the Pentagon when they were like tracking UFOs. So Joe Rogan is absolutely obsessed with UFOs. Yeah. So when he does like sci-fi shit and like talks about that i listened to it but that i'm not really going to talk anymore yeah, well, well, well last year during the uh pandemic was when like the uh the government like uh, officially like announced that like yeah there's there there are like ufos like yeah but well, like it kind of kind of got swept under the rug yeah it got kind of yeah. swept because everyone was talking about pandemic and the riots and all that other stuff so like nobody really paid attention well jimmy kimmel was saying the other night that the ufo sightings in like the spring and early summer of 2020 had like gone up like something like 20 percent globally like there was like massive so like but he said you know people are home alone doing drugs (laughs) (laughs) the night sky because they don't have a job so you know you're gonna see more shit yeah it's i was talking uh about driving theaters in la and uh there was some guy that was like, there aren't any drive-ins in LA. And I was like, I gave him this like wow. huge, like, I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, there's like at least two or three permanent ones. And I was like, then there's just been a ton of pop-ups within the last like two years. And there's some that like, are like travel around and stuff. And he was like, oh, well, I, I live in downtown in a penthouse and I look out my window and I didn't see any uh, drive-ins. <laughs> I was like, well, that's not how you're going to find like, a drive-in. So wait, did you like try to, I'm assuming you tried to scan them, right? <laughs> like from the movie scanners because oh. <laughs> i i try to scan people all the time and like you know you always want to get the huge head explosion he didn't yeah. come to scan them no <laughs> you don't hear that but, uh, you don't yeah hear that. Uh, yeah yeah but that's a good uh that's a good segue to uh the news because uh, my first news bit i got is uh david cronenberg's got dipping his toes back into horror and uh he's uh doing a new film with uh vigo mortison and uh christian stewart called uh vigo man vigo's fucking classic that fucking naked fight scene in the the bathroom and uh i didn't even notice that after we left the theater like jamie was saying something to me he's like man did you see his penis flopping around and i was like I knew he was naked, but no, nah, I wasn't like staring at his groin. Like, I don't know. Apparently, that it was, was, was kind of tough to miss. <laughs> I just didn't notice it. But, yeah. you know, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's called uh, Crimes of the Future. And it uh, takes a deep dive into the not so distant future where humankind is learning to adapt to its synthetic surroundings. So it sounds very Cronenberg. So we're gonna yeah. get so back back to his body horror roots, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Oh, and I just wanted to throw a shout out as like a little bit of news on my end. Um, we talked about her a little bit on the last cast we did, and I felt bad afterwards because I was kind of having like a medication problem during our last cast, and I was having like some adverse effects to certain things, and um whatchamacall i sounded like a putz and i also was calling her the girl from the woman from penny dreadful um her name is helen mccrory and i found out the day after we were talking about penny dreadful and doing our cast she passed away like 12 hours later oh yeah i do remember that yeah i I I was like we were just talking about that yeah yeah and like a a lot of people were like putting up um you know like rest in peace on the like the videos she does um a great song in penny dreadful where she's singing in a bathtub of blood and she's singing a song called the unquiet grave and like a lot of people liked her version more than any other version of it so there were like a lot of like rest in peace she i didn't realize she had cancer she was a huge star in the Peaky Blinders. I thought she was the best villain in Penny Dreadful. Like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. She, played, uh, she was also in the Harry Potter movies, I believe. And I'm not, I've never seen the Harry Potter movies, but I think she was a bad guy. So she was also like a villain for children, too. Yeah, I think she was one of the uh like, one of the teachers, I think. Yeah. Maybe I don't yeah, know. I forget. I forget who she was in it. It's been but, a while. 
Yeah, and she was married to Damian Lewis, who of course is an amazing actor in his own yeah. right. You know what I mean? And um, I didn't know she had cancer, but like she died, he was gutted. Like you know, I mean, there were moments of silence in certain circles. Like you know, she was a really, really beautiful and talented woman, and she will be missed. And she was only in like her fifties, wasn't she? Fifty-two, I believe. Yeah, yeah. That's sad. Uh, anyway, the um, so the other news item I have is uh, there's going to be a for Disney Plus. There's going to be a Muppets Halloween special. Uh, it's uh, Gonzo will um, be challenged to spend one night in the haunted mansion. So it's called uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion. <laughs> so that's gonna. That's, I believe that's the first. Uh, Muppet Halloween special that they they plan on doing. So it'd be great if they had like uh if they remade the movie Meet the Feebles, which is like a really dark Muppet like take on the Muppet. Yeah, and they it, do, it doesn't need to be remade. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know the crack addiction, prostitution, homelessness, death, stuff like that. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean you know, but I don't think that would fly on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be a lot cooler if it did man <laughs> uh speaking of uh remakes reboots uh they um i don't know which studio is doing it but the people who made uh cam is uh doing uh faces of death reboot and uh the new plot is going to be uh revolve around a female moderator of a youtube like website whose job it is to weed out offensive and violent content who uh, finds herself recovering from serious trauma that stumbles across a group that is recreating the murders from the original film. But in the story primed for the digital age and the age of online misinformation, the question faced is, are the murders real or fake? Well, wasn't, um, wasn't Faces of Death like a compilation of different scenes of actual death i know um, some of them were like they some were and some were some were fake yeah and it yeah, was like always like which is which so. yeah well i mean i know i remember like it was either faces of death two or three where they had there were a lot of people that were like upset because people were like related to some of the people that they showed die graphically in the faces of death thing. And like, I don't know, like it kind of got like a weird, like faces of death, like movies. Cause I don't know if you, I even call them movies. Cause like I said, they were compilation, some facts, some fiction. Yeah. And um, like, it got like a weird vibe because there were apparently some people that like rented those because it gave them like sexual pleasure to watch. And so like, I always found that to be kind of disgusting. Well, like not kind of like Mary. Mary yeah. <laughs> and I thought they had banned several of the faces of death movies. I know in certain countries they did. Yeah. And certain I'm countries, not sure I know. if, I'm not sure if they were at first banned in the U.S. or whatnot, but you're saying that this is like a movie movie. This yeah. isn't like a compilations of people getting killed, right? No, not from the plot that I, that I read. When I first heard Face of Death reboot, I was kind of like, ill, why are they doing that again? Like, But yeah. then when I read that, when I read the plot, I'm like, oh, okay, like this is like a movie movie where like they're, it's somebody, you know, recreating the, the murders from the original on on like a youtube thing so i like how it kind of yeah, ties all together yeah I, I like that idea i mean yeah. i think it would be like in today's day and age like especially with all the mass shootings we have here it would be like really disgusting if they tried to make like yeah. another because faces death were already fucking gross yeah so, you know if they tried to do that again that would probably be met with like a lot of controversy <laughs> yeah absolutely it would, it would just get like blocked and banned like yeah. you you wouldn't be able to really set this day and age but uh, yeah, that's all the uh, the news I had. Um, uh, but part of uh, Shutter's Halfway to Halloween, which uh, Happy Halfway to Halloween, Blade at Halfway to Halloween, <laughs> we're a little late on this. Uh, the Chains uh, Fangoria's Chainsaw Rewards were uh, aired uh, live. It was only like an hour long show. Uh, you can watch the whole thing on YouTube now. Uh, there were some like you know special guest presenters it's a it was a little weird not having like an audience and not having like i wish they had showed like clips from the movies that were nominated 
but I guess that would have made it a, a lot longer show because this was like real brisk and short. I was sitting down ready for like a two hour thing and it was only like an hour. And I was like, oh, wow. I mean, that was cool. They kind of really ran through it. Um, but the, uh, so I'm going to go through some of the, uh, the winners and stuff. The, for, um, I'll start with the uh, best uh, achievement in nonfiction. Uh, the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs won. Uh, best makeup effects and best score both went to Possessor. Uh, Dan Martin for best makeup and best score for uh, Jim Williams. Uh, best supporting performance was Clancy Brown in the Mortuary Collection. Best TV series was What We Do in Shadows. Uh, best international movie was La Llorona. Uh, not the curse of La Llorona that's related to the Conjuring universe. This is a different La Llorona movie. Uh, it was actually pretty good. I, I have seen that one. Uh, best stream and premiere movie was The Host. It was like the only movie on this list I haven't seen. Yeah, I've heard of it, though. Yeah. Uh, the best feature film, for, sorry, best first feature was Come to Daddy with Elijah Wood. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I actually, yeah, someone was just talking to me about that movie the other day. Apparently, that's like something I need to uh, get on ASAP. Yeah, you should check it out. It's pretty good. Uh, best limited release movie and best creature effects went to Color Out of Space. Uh, Dan Martin, again, who did the uh, makeup effects for Possessor, did the creature effects for Color Out of Space which I didn't know until they had announced the uh, winner. So I was like, oh, that's dope. Like he did two of my favorite movies from that year. Yeah. Um, so then uh, then Invisible Man kind of swept everything else. They won best wide release movie, best lead performance with Elizabeth Moss, best director and best screenplay by Leah Winnell. And it got best kill for the uh, the dinner scene. Yeah, I am right now, as we are speaking, I am loading that in as a watch later on VLC player. Because, again, I'm a dumbass. I've been trying to see this movie for so fucking long, and I keep meaning to, and I just keep, like, not doing it. <laughs> so, like, when I open up my media player next time, it will pop up every single time I do that. So it will, yeah. like, let me know. All right. That, that movie go. came out, like, last year. January like that was one of the last Dude, films right before the, everything got I shut do down I so. not feel like that came out last January like, I, I feel like that like, like it feels like it's been so two years <laughs> yeah, time is so convoluted to me right now like wow like that's crazy so that movie's like been around for like well over a year now yeah when I was going through some of the movies that I've watched uh, this year I was like some of my favorite ones that I've watched this year. I realized that like most of these not only didn't even come out like this year, but some didn't even come out last year. They came out like the year before. And I'm like, how am I just hearing about these? I think some of them might've been like, you know, late 2019, you know, festival run. Cause that's what I see. That's like the first date that I see when it comes up on like IMDb. Cause they always go by when it's like first released at like a festival and not like yeah. first us wide release. So. But uh, yeah, just to go on some of the, since we're at halfway to Halloween, I thought we'd talk about some of the movies we've seen and some of the movies that uh, are upcoming that are that we're looking forward to. Uh, I know you said you haven't really watched a lot this year, but you've been playing video games. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, like what well, we've talked about in our last couple of casts, I've kind of made it like known that I'm like pretty cynical about a lot of the like uh content that's come out in like horror and sci-fi in the last i don't know like six months maybe so like you know but obviously i don't know i guess the last series i watched like was sci-fi raised by wolves and but that's already been out for a while now and we've already talked about that so i've just been kind of sticking to um 
like games and sort of things that like kind of get my mind off of like what's going on because the content hasn't been things that like really have interested me a whole lot like yeah. in terms of film so i've been playing like a lot of different like horror video like for example um there's a game right now it is available on all major platforms i think it's on xbox game pass which apparently xbox game pass in like the new xbox system is apparently supposed to be like better than the playstation uh equivalent to it by like several like they've apparently made it like ever expanding it's supposed to be really fucking cool yeah they keep dropping like new and and like you know big titles and stuff like they're they're dropping like exclusive titles that you're going to be able to play day one just by being a game pass member and a lot of these titles are things that playstation is not countering with right now xbox is just spending a lot of money because they know that they're well behind so i think they bought bethesda i think yeah talking about yeah, that the, so like yes doom and wolfenstein yeah so they yes. have so fallout series yeah so they, yeah fallout uh elder scrolls yeah that's all <laughs> you on there yeah. I mean? so you know some of the biggest like rpgs of like all time like you know that fucking stu- yeah like so and they've included ea play on there as well so like all the new yeah. sports games that like 2021 are on there uh the, the latest star wars games are on there, squadron and yeah. uh and uh, the new halo the new, new Halo, Halo will be on there. Yeah, day one will be on there. So yeah, that's what like... I'm looking forward to. But what horror and, games have you been uh, playing? Um, what you call? Um, well, I started playing Alien Isolation for a little bit, which was a really bad idea, because first off, it's a game sort of about isolation a little bit. Yeah. When you're in isolations with aliens, you're Ripley's daughter i believe and you it's not a combat horror game it's like a survival horror game and we got the connect system here for the xbox and when it's basically you're just running and hiding from aliens and it's constant jump scares and with the connect active like when you make noise in the room like let's say like becky's running the fucking blow dryer and the fucking like the alien hears the blow dryer oh man (laughs) so he starts coming i'm gonna have to set my connect up i haven't used that thing like ever especially (laughs) if you're being totally quiet because the game's scary i stopped playing it because it's just fucking scary constant jump scales you know i'm I'm getting older i have a weak heart i'm an old man (laughs) like i can't handle that kind of shit anymore so i stopped playing alien isolation and then i had played the remake of uh resident evil 2 which was amazing i avoided the remake of resident evil 3 because it like got like pretty subpar reviews and it was apparently um like really short and stuff like that i think um it's gonna go on sale for real cheap in the not too distant future then the other day i was playing some resident evil 7 which i think you said you had bought as well yeah i think it became available on um oh on either game, game pass. pass or or gold or one of those i think it was seven i don't remember which one it was yeah Yeah. i'm pretty sure yeah resident evil biohazard seven and i start playing that again because i absolutely loved resident evil seven and i started playing it um because it just dropped yesterday resident evil eight that's like anything anybody's talking about right now in like games like at least anybody that's a fan of resident evil apparently the graphics are incredible um i don't and i hear gameplay it kind of takes you back to its roots and i don't know apparently the gameplay is similar to seven in that like it's kind of like a combination of early resident evil and resident evil 4 the way they sort of changed the combat system so there's not like a lot of combat but there's not too little combat either and it integrates parts of what you know everybody loved in every but and every resident evil game all in one so um the one con i heard about resident evil 8 is that the story is pretty weak 
Um, but apparently there's certain elements to the story people love. There's this, and I, you seem to know more about than I did. There's some woman who's like an evil vampire. I think she's like one of the like main villains in the game. It's like a nine foot tall uh vampire lady that everyone's in love with and there's like a shit ton of memes yeah yeah like apparently she's got like gigantic breasts and like it it fits like the fantasy of like seriously nerded out guys that like you know hang out at home and like play these games and have like posters of twilight on the wall (laughs) (laughs) well i mean everyone's been pretty much at home playing video games in the last year or so yeah no <laughs> but yeah there's definitely a perverted yeah. fucking section of I mean, resident evil fans that's true and then i mean carrying on with that um i just finished the main storyline of the witcher 3 the wild hunt which you know um is an amazing you know uh, for those of you you know been on mars for the last 20 30 years um you know Geralt, the main character is like a monster hunter and you know so you pretty much uh go through this game you're hunting monsters you're completing a main story you're trying to save the world from well you're kind of thrown into like um a scene where uh several different countries are at war so you're trying to stay neutral while like you know millions of people are being slaughtered and you know you're trying to make a living hunting monsters and you know you have friends and you're sleeping with a lot of prostitutes because that's what Beryl does and you know but like you know it, it, it wasn't it wasn't like the scariest game and I'm still not totally done it, but like it definitely had its scares. Like some of the hardest things to do in that game were to like defeat powerful ghosts. Like they call them race. So like, I don't know, there were a lot of like quests I went on where I'm like tracking a monster and I wasn't sure whether or not like things were going to go well for me because the closer you get to the monster the more pissed clues you're finding and if you find out that like you reach a monster and you're not experienced enough like you're under leveled and the monster's like a higher level you either are going to have a really tough fight on your hands you're going to die and fail or you need to just bounce and come back at another time so if you're really invested in doing this and like you've already accepted a contract and people are like demanding you get rid of this monster within like a certain amount of time and like you're totally fucking like overwhelmed like you know things i I don't know the game did a fucking great job of course it's project cd red which you know everybody loves although cyberpunk well that's not hard thing so we don't get into that (laughs) but you know anybody that anybody that knows what i'm talking about the witcher knows what i'm talking about about the company and um yeah yeah, it, it was an excellent game excellent job so yeah i mean that the alien isolation i played some friday the 13th for the first time the other day in a while i think it got its final update recently yeah it got like like a 10 gigabyte um it got like a 10 gigabyte patch and um like i started playing a little bit and i think the online got better because there were a lot of people actually on it and i was one of the counselors and i had just met up with another counselor and um then the internet crashed and and that the experience so i started playing a little bit offline and i noticed that even offline it seemed like they had fixed certain bugs where you could like chop through a house with your axe when you weren't supposed (laughs) to be able to do that and also you were able to like hit like people with like these like tent spikes from football fields away obviously jason was good at throwing projectiles but like that's a little bit ridiculous (laughs) so i had noticed that they uh fix some bugs i had noticed that like there were more like objectives in certain quests like of how to kill 
the people because that's like jason's thing he likes to kill people in creative ways yeah and friday the 13th did that so you know i checked that out a little bit and um i had played some outlast a while ago but that was like a while that was like one of the most terrifying games ever yeah but um other than that so yeah i uh, nothing really uh i mean i did buy because they were on sale capcom just had a sale of the um resident evil games and i had gotten the remastered resident evil which was recently free with xbox live gold yeah i got that yeah uh also for five dollars i got resident evil revelations too with the season pass so it had like all the content it was like the um you know the game of the year whatever not game of the year but completely So I got yeah. that too. I haven't played. And then there was one more that I think slipped my fucking mind. But yeah, I you know, I've been playing like um a lot of like horror suspense games. So Yeah, the only game I've played recently uh has been Metro twenty thirty three Last Light, the the re remastered version or redux uh mm-hmm. i forget which one it's called it's the second in the series and it's basically like uh it's based on a russian novel and it's um based in like you know in russia and you're mostly in their metro system because like the nuclear war has you know devastated the uh the world so you, you can't go like um i mean you, there are some parts on the surface but yeah like wear a gas mask and like change filters and stuff and like you don't really want to be out there for too long so you can like suffocate and die and shit i'm like 80 percent through that so i only have a few levels left uh it's pretty good there's like creatures and stuff and you got to battle like um some humans and nazis and stuff in the in the in the metro too so it's it's a it's a pretty interesting game i like the first one so I, I got around to the second one and then there was a third one that came out recently i think called exodus so i'm, I'm gearing up to to finish that series off yeah that's pretty cool um i don't know like do you really i don't i guess i don't really see the tomb raider as like a horror game but other people have disagreed with me and so that the tomb raider is like more of like a like a horror suspense game like i see it as more like action adventure yeah that's what i would think yeah, I haven't I played. That. I haven't really played any of the recent ones, so I couldn't tell you. So yeah, if it was a thing where like Tomb Raider was about like Lara Croft, like actually raiding tombs where like Egyptian spirits were like chasing her, and that was like most of the game, were like ghosts chasing her, or you know her having a deal with these like ancient mythical monsters that she met. I don't know enough about the game, so maybe that does happen at some point, but, like, it seems from what I have seen in the games, a lot of it is, like, her fighting, like, other human beings, like, in the definitive edition that I just got, it's mainly combat with her being, like, an elite battle commando, and, like, you know, like, fighting, like, hordes of, like, military dudes. Yeah, yeah. I haven't got much into it, but I had noticed that the studio who um i'm not sure if it's capcom but whoever had um put out the tomb raider games i noticed that they had a big sale and i was able to buy all the tomb raider games oh damn i don't i don't know but like people like my friend the other day was like dude like tomb raider is like a horror suspense like survival combat game and i'm like yeah i don't You're like, know is it? yeah i, I guess we're just I, got to play it to find I out i was like i was like you know i see tomb raider is like sort of the same as indiana jones and i don't yeah. really consider indiana jones even like rares of the lost ark like yeah there were scary parts at the end that fucked me up as a kid when the fucking the fucking raiders the spirits came out but i wouldn't consider like indiana jones to be like horror it's yeah. actually an action adventure that has like a scare to win it so i don't yeah. know yeah but that's that's it for me in the games uh well movie wise i know i've mentioned some of these um already uh like love and monsters yeah uh, i know i've mentioned that um i think i've mentioned his house that's on netflix 
Uh, it's about a refugee couple who makes a horror and escape from war torn South Sudan, who uh, yeah. begins to struggle, adjust to a new life in English town. Yeah, that, that was really good. Um, the Beach House, which is on Shutter. Uh, I believe I've mentioned that one before as well. It's a romantic getaway with two troubled college sweethearts uh, turns to a struggle for survival when unexpected guests and the surrounding environment exhibit signs of a uh, mysterious infection. Uh, Sputnik, which is a, a Russian uh, movie uh, on Hulu. <laughs> is it a Russian movie? Yeah, if, you couldn't, if, you, if you couldn't tell by the title, yeah. It's about, a, it's kind of alien-ish. Uh, it's a lone survivor, survivor from a spaceship incident hasn't returned back home alone, hiding inside his body as a dangerous creature. Uh, it's slightly different uh, take on uh, Alien, but uh, it's, it's definitely has some moments of it, but it, I thought it was pretty good. Wait, is it a thing where, like, the like the Sputnik craft that, like, tried to go to the moon, like, crashed, like, but they're making it so that, like, there was, like, some dude that was on there and survived. And, yeah, like, there's back to Earth and, like, had an organism that he picked up in outer space. Yeah, I think it's, like, uh, they say, like, everyone died in the crash order, but he's, like, you know, locked in this compound, and he doesn't think, like, anything has happened, but, like, everyone else can see it, because, like, when he goes to sleep or whatever, then, like, the creature will, like, crawl out of his mouth, because it's, like, living inside of him, and it'll, like, crawl back in, and has, like, a psychic connection to him. It's it's It was pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. I liked it. But uh, yeah, that one. That one's Let me just really... ask one question about that. How yeah. did they get him if he crashed in space? Oh no, no, he um, didn't crash in space. He crashed back like on Earth. Oh, like okay. some like something happened. I think something happened in space, and he had like you know eject back down to uh, to Earth, uh, like you know one of those capsules or whatever. And he was the only one that survived. Oh, like one of the uh, survival modules that yeah. like they used for re-entry and stuff like that. He was yeah. able to activate that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's like the very beginning, like of the movie. Most of it takes place at those like Russian military compound. You say I, I just there was an a really good fucking. It was a. I thought it was pretty scary too. With Jake Gyllenhaal, I think it was called Life. And they went and they sent probes to Mars to find signs of life. And they found like a molecule in the dirt of Mars's soil. And like they brought it back in like a test tube and like it started growing and it turned into this organism on the ship. And like it gets into that module with Jake Gyllenhaal and it like crashes down. And like at the end, Jake Gyllenhaal's like, oh, the creatures got me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was like that Venom movie that wasn't Venom. (laughs) pretty much dude i'm serious like Like, i don't like jake gyllenhaal but like if you haven't seen that you should really check it out it had some really cool shit that happened and like yeah i I mean the ending like i I gotta tell you like it it did not look good for us no uh the other one i saw recently which like it is a horror but it was like a almost like a mashup of different genres um it's it was a coming of age love story about you know growing up um basically like it's students in their school begin spontaneously combusting you know just exploding and it's about these two seniors who struggle to survive in a world where each moment could maybe their last it was called spontaneous well, I mean, I really gotta tell you, I like the idea of that. Yeah, it was uh, by the guy who wrote, uh, it, I believe it was his first film, but he wrote Love and Monsters, and he uh, wrote The Babysitter and uh, Underwater as well. So. so it was like a thing at school where they were like, you, like, instead of like having a mass shooting, like, and being worried about that, it was like, who's going to combust next? Yeah. It's just like awesome. it's just it like opens up with just like them sitting in class and somebody just explodes. Like when and <laughs> when did this come out? This was this year or uh, last year? I think it was this year. Uh at least that's when I uh that I saw it. And it's on Hulu now anyway. Um let me see if I can figure out when I think it was this year. Do, do you know like was it um produced by like a major uh company like Paramount or 
Oh, that I do not know. Um, uh, I it came just, out. It I came out October. What the, what the production value is like? Came out October last year. Uh, I, I, it looked. It, it's it's like legit. I mean, it's yeah. uh, it's got Catherine Langford and uh, Charlie Plummer. Is Charlie Plummer the son of Christopher Plummer? Possibly. Uh, yeah, maybe. And I Catherine, assume, I assume they're all related. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that came out last year. I don't know this studio. It doesn't like pop up right away when I look at it. But uh, yeah, that that was pretty good. That um, that that yeah, that's on Hulu now. So I thought that was uh, I was like, oh, this is like a different take. It's like a you know a high school coming of age story. Then it's just like there's also <laughs> there's also kids exploding, which is like and it's nice and like you know plotty. Do they like un- <laughs> one would hope so? I mean, yeah. either they're going to combust and it's going to be bloody, like they're going to like explode, or it's going to be like a situation where they like shrivel up and like catch on fire. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's going to be like one or the other. Like I could, uh, say, I guess, or they just start popping like a balloon. It's great. Maybe <laughs> what would be even scarier would be if they implode it. Like what happened to Arsene Wenger when like he was talking to Josie Mourinho? I don't know. What, Whatever. That was but so like, long ago. Yeah. If, if they started like if all of a sudden like you were with somebody in school and they were like, oh, dude, I don't feel and like their arms started breaking and their legs start breaking and they just start going inward and you just watch them like implode like into like a ball that just disappeared within reality <laughs> like and they were like screaming oh god it hurts that would be horrible because you would feel that a lot longer it would be a much more you, sufferable way to die at least yeah, it's spontaneous you, when you explode you don't know when it happens and it just and happens you would be like hearing their bones crunch as they started breaking and like yeah that would be that would be a really bad but hey yeah. the next best thing is combustion but yeah, I would definitely, uh, I definitely recommend it. I really enjoyed that film. Uh, then the, that's all I had for this year. I mean, some of the other ones, uh, I've, uh, obviously, we've already talked about, like uh, Possessor, and uh, well, I mean, you still have to see that. Uh, and that came out last year, anyway. So, but yeah, anyway, uh, there's other movies that I've heard good things about that I still haven't gotten around to. Um, which when I do, we'll obviously talk about it that, at that time. But uh, some of the ones coming up, uh, Quiet Place 2, which I know you saw like last year, uh, that comes out this month yeah, finally. I've been waiting for Quiet Place 3. You're going <laughs> to have to re-watch Quiet Place just so you can remember what the hell happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, been so long. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it had come out. I guess I was mistaken. It, well, it, it did well it was going to last like april and then it got pushed back Dude, like i said like same thing like francesco toddy working on that time machine man you don't know. <laughs> like whatever <laughs> like you know yeah i mean we'll obviously i guess like have to talk about it when it comes out but like even though it'll be an old movie for you <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean we could but like i don't know well, anyway, yeah, Quiet Place Part 2. Well, that comes out May 28th, so it's this month. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <That's laughs> yeah. Watch it get pushed back again. If it gets pushed back again, I say we just do the cast. <laughs> I haven't seen it, so... <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, you can, that's the point. Yeah. I was making. You can, but yeah. anyway. But uh, the... Um, yeah, I mean, it seems like most things have... Uh, pretty much have a solid date now. I've only seen a few things get either push back or move up and at most it's been like a week like i've seen some things get like oh it's been delayed again and then when you look at the date it's like oh a week later it's like all right yeah. whatever like i can live with that as long as you're not pushing it back another few months well, but it looks uh, like, i mean you can say this better than anyone i mean what is it like like when you're driving around now i mean like the companies and stuff that you deliver to like is everything starting to resume again like uh, there, i mean i've been doing a lot of deliveries to, to film studios and and like they're most of them are are there shooting and stuff there's still like the the showtime they haven't started coming back into their office i think the guy said like june or july they were going to start slowly coming in but not like a, a whole lot but i mean we are la has moved into the yellow tier 
Yeah, yeah, which I heard like, that. Which is like, we're like the best in the country right now. Yeah, Um. So. actually, like, if you want to go by city, I think San Francisco is doing better than, like, any other, like, major population center in terms of, like, cases and, like, transmission and uh, fatality as well. Well, California as a whole has been doing very, really well. Oh, no, no, I I know that, but, like, they were saying, like, LA is, like, way down, like, into the yellow, and, like, San Francisco's, like, in, I don't know, probably the fucking green, and so, like, yeah, like, California has been, like, one of the country, or one of the states uh, that has been doing better. I mean, the entire U.S. state, like has been better yeah but you know california yeah i just especially after all that shit that uh people were given la for staying in lockdown for so long and then like now we're doing like the best out of everyone and like yeah i mean they just moved the yellow tier yeah they just moved the yellow tier thursday so I don't even know the whole thing. Like, obviously, I don't want to get too sidebarred, but I know, like, Gavin Newsom's, like, uh, like, isn't, like, Caitlyn Jenner, like, trying to, like, take Newsom's place in California? Oh, yeah, um, they're doing, like, a whole, I think they're trying to get, like, a whole recall thing going on, and, like, she's yeah. one of the ones running. Uh, it's I like... Mean, that you could make a horror movie based on that like you know what i mean like i'm not trying to be like transphobic or anything she's a terrible person terrible (laughs) person you know what i mean she's an absolute terrible person horrible 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 person like i'll get i'll get my pronouns right but she's a fucking terrible person (laughs) exactly that's that's what i was going like you always have to give that disclaimer you know now um you know it's just yeah that yeah <laughs> but uh yeah anyway uh so the next one i got on the list is july 2nd uh it's called uh werewolves within and it's actually based on a video game where werewolves attack a small town and it's supposed to be yeah. like not only like a who done it but like a what done it so like i kind of like that like i i do like who done it movies like clue is one of my favorite fucking movies and, like, a video game called from within or something like that well, I think there is a video game called From Within, but the, no, this one's called Werewolves Within. I think it's a VR okay. game, actually. Like I've never played it, but like the uh, I like the uh, like the concept, I like the story. So yeah, I've I'm never interested. played any, I've never played any VR games before, but I mean, I I like the idea of them. Yeah, yeah, I think the VR needs to get a lot better, and we need wireless. Like I've played the PlayStation One, and it's fun, but like after like so long, you kind of have to stop because it starts giving you a headache and stuff, and you don't have as much freedom. Uh, well, if like, you talk to Elon Musk, he will tell you that like all games, like within the next like thirty years, will eventually all be VR. So you know. I mean, I doubt it, but we, I mean, we were supposed to have flying cars by now and that hasn't happened. So. <laughs> According to him, like in like 10 to 15 years, people are going to be able to talk without speaking words. So if that is somewhat accurate, then I'm assuming all video games will be uh, v- VR within like uh, the next 30 years. Maybe. I mean, I think there will always be regular video games as well you know 2d yeah i'm just saying like, here, but i, I would say I, maybe I'm, the majority will be people yeah. are able to speak without words like telepathically i think we're going to be on a whole new level at that point and just to make my point if we're able to speak telepathically like if you Musk is right somehow because i think he's a he's a smart guy but he seems a little fucking crazy but if that's the case then no i don't think there's still going to be normal <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's a lot of telepathic. I, I do not think we're going to think or feel the same way about anything. Yeah, well, you know how some people still like to live in the 1920s now, so yeah, <laughs> there will always be pushback. <laughs> Jamie was asking me if I could burn him a movie to disc the other day, and I was like. <laughs> dude are you fucking with me and he was like so serious and he was telling me that like the only way you truly own stuff is if like you can like physically hold it in your hand (laughs) and i'm like wow this is like how like those old men that you're like oh wow like he's really behind on the times like 
that's how they get started yeah. like jamie is like the living representation of like what like you know all that has been in yeah. like, be like jamie i can give you a thumbs thumb drive with the same movie on it and you can hold that in your hands <laughs> like, yeah i was like dude i can hold like i can hold a five terabyte nano in my hand now yeah. with like more information on it that you could ever physically collect if you lived fucking 300 years <laughs> yeah. so like you know what i mean like he's like no like you don't really own it unless you can hold it. i'm like well, what if it breaks and he's just like well what if your hard drive breaks i'm like i have cloud backup yeah i was like <laughs> bro i was like i'll never lose anything like yeah, i'll just download it again <laughs> yeah, like i own it more truly than you will ever own anything <laughs> i don't know but uh, anyway, uh, let's get back on track. <laughs> uh, August 13th, uh, Don't Breathe 2 with uh, Stephen Lang. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, dude. I'm uh, looking that, forward to that, too. That first movie was dope. Like, yeah. I just really like the name. Yeah. Uh, did you, I didn't know that the uh, when I was reading the synopsis for this, I didn't realize like his character's name was Norman Nordstrom. <laughs> like That's such a movie name. <laughs> Like, yeah. i just thought it was funny <laughs> but uh yeah it's supposed to take place like year, years following the initial deadly home invasion where Stephen lang lives in quiet solace uh, until his past sins catch up with him it's Stephen lang he's been i rewatched uh, vfw with uh with chino the other day and we had yeah, a lot dude. of fun doing that but there's so much head smashing in that it's so great <laughs> such a classic like i i mean i could have watched the movie with trust them hanging out in the bar and like you know uh, talking and shit like that would have been great (laughs) i just like the one point where he's like i'm not going these people are going to experience the full force of american military and he just looks at him he's like okay (laughs) (laughs) i like when fred williamson like like shoves all that fucking like drugs in it like the hype drug in his yeah. fucking face so that he gets real pumped up yeah, <laughs> he's like yeah. i got this yeah <laughs> he's like i'm gonna do all these drugs <laughs> yeah that movie is great uh the next i got uh from Edgar wright october 22nd last night in soho which i finally have a synopsis for um it has uh anya taylor joy um from queen's gambit yeah i'm uh, a big fan yeah uh, and matt smith from uh doctor who and it's uh, about a young girl passionate fashion design who mysteriously is able to enter into the 1960s where she encounters her idol a dazzling wannabe singer but the 1960s london is not what it seems and time seems to fall apart with shady consequences I'm just looking forward to the shady consequences. I'm glad that they put that in there. Nobody uses shady anymore. <laughs> I don't think shady is a forgotten word, but like, yeah. <laughs> we, we'd use it all the time for not the correct. <laughs> Speaking, I was for watching, um, I had seen, uh, it's, it was new to me, but I guess, you know, obviously it, it, it was an older movie. It was with Kristen Stewart and she was like a, a fashion designer or she was like, um, no, she was into fashion, but she was like a personal shopper where she would like shop for famous people and keep their wardrobe like stacked with like, you know, gaudy dresses and like popular fashion items and shit like that. And then like she was talking to ghosts and then like the girl who she was like shopping for and like, you know, getting all this like crazy designer clothing for like got like horribly murdered and like it was being blamed on her and the ghost that like killed her was talking to her. I don't, uh, it just made me think of it when you said that. Do you know what the, the title was? I, it might've been like personal shopper. <laughs> 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 it might have been it was called something but it was like i had just started watching it i was like oh i haven't seen kristen stewart in anything in a while and then like all of a sudden like i was watching it and i was like oh 
she's looking pretty good and then like all of a sudden it like started turning into a horror movie and i was just like huh i did not see that and i i didn't watch like the entire thing but like yeah like some ghostly presence like brutally murdered the woman that like you know she was working for who they never showed and like it seemed like she became like a suspect and then she was like talking to like the ghost of her brother and stuff like that like, i don't know it was it, it was very strange it wasn't that lizzie boarding movie that she was in oh here it is no it is called personal shopper i see is it really it. called <laughs> <Yeah. Personal Shopper? laughs> i did not know that yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, is it is it categorized as a horror? Like on it says drama fantasy horror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. 2016. Yeah, I mean, you didn't see. I thought you saw Underwater. That was 2020. No, you haven't seen that yet. Oh. No. Yeah, I don't should, think so. You should watch that. Wait, what was Underwater about? It, uh, she works at like an underwater drilling uh, company, and like a like in the first like two minutes of the film, like a disaster happens, and it's like oh the whole yeah, film we were talking about, yeah, I was yeah. comparing it to like the TD disaster and or the yeah the British Petroleum disaster, BP. and there's like when they have to like walk out across the bottom of the ocean, there's like yeah. creatures out there and shit, yeah, yeah, you should yeah. check that out. That's dope, but. uh yeah, well then uh, I've got Antlers next, which was supposed to come out yeah. last year, which I've been looking for with Carrie Russell. Yeah. Uh, it takes place in an isolated Oregon town. A middle school teacher and her sheriff brother become uh, embroiled in an enigmatic student whose dark secrets lead to terrifying encounters with a legendary ancestral creature who came before them. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, I guess it was more than a year ago or something that like we were first talking about. It does not seem like it was like that. I don't know. I feel like we just talked, but now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it was, it was probably, probably about a year ago. Yeah, we were looking forward to coming out in like April or May or something. I think it was supposed to come out. Yeah. Now it comes out uh, October 29th. So yeah, well, I just wanted to see. I mean, Carrie. Ru yeah, we we're. T it had to be. It was right around like late spring, early summer. Yeah, that we were talking. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I think um, it originally got pushed back to like this January or February, and I was like, no. I was like, I was like, that's dope, but like, I hate when I hate horror movies that come out in January because it seems like a dumping ground for like the shitty ones even though yeah. Invisible Man and like Colorado Space and the Possessor all came out like at the beginning of the year so there's been some good ones but like I prefer my horror around October so yeah I just don't feel like January and February are really good months for movies in general yep that's true yeah <laughs> because you want to try like because like the movies like are usually like more like filled up like towards the end of the year like around the holidays like there's a lot of traditions people go to the movies more often and like it seems like january and february are kind of like the friday night slots for like the you know what i mean for oh like, yeah like tv like, shows like, yeah you know what i mean yeah. for like those two months of the year i mean that's just my opinion i don't know that for a fact but it seems like you know the at least the month of january seems like sort of like a lame duck yeah it's like the dumping grounds for uh yeah. for movies that they're not sure if they're gonna do well or not and then like summer's yeah, like they the might not be a bad movies but yeah, yeah they're not yeah it's like yeah. they're not the big blockbuster ones that you're expecting yeah. uh yeah then like august october is like tends to be the bigger months for uh yeah. for i mean september october seems to be bigger for horror and then november december is like oscar like yeah. months where it's like you put the big uh ones that want that you want to get that oscar push in i don't um, think there was anything like even close to having like any kind of like horror contacts that were in the oscar i heard the oscars were shit this year yeah like, i didn't watch them yeah uh, yeah jimmy yeah. kimmel had a thing about it on there where like he was catching people lying about having watched the oscars <laughs> and like they were asking him like really like quite they were like so what do you think of jeffrey jeffrey epstein hosting the oscars this year? and like they're like oh i think you did a pretty good job like it it was just a bunch of people like <laughs> no lines. idea yeah <laughs> i don't think there's anything like i don't think anything horror sci-fi wise got nominated but i did hear a story about francis mcdormand pooping in a 
bucket or something. <laughs> what? Uh, the only story I heard was uh, the Harrison Ford read off like some editorial notes from Blade Runner, like the original Blade Runner, and like and he that was, was it. yeah, and he was talking about like how like yeah, like these are the studio notes we get. Sometimes you need to not listen to the studio at all and pay Harrison attention Ford to the fucking editors. To just like settle down and never get in the cockpit of a plane again. <laughs> He's gonna be in the. There's doing. They're doing a new Indiana Jones movie, with uh, I think Sam Mendes is directing it. If as I'm right, as long as he's not flying aircraft <laughs> in the real world, I don't care what he does. He just seems like I feel like he's got to be older than Sean Connery was when Sean Connery was in uh, Last Crusade. Like yeah, like I'm not sure how much Indiana Jones he's gonna be doing, but. Uh, yeah. I'll check it out. I, it's got to make up for that last Indiana Jones. What the Crystal Skull one? Oh, yeah, dude, nothing terrible. Make up for that. He's got to go on on a high note, man. Indiana Jones got raped. Like, <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. Well, uh, yeah. The last, speaking of uh, la- um, Oscar season, um, Guillermo del Toro's. I mean, he won for Shape of Water, and that was a. Uh, Horror, and he's looks like he's trying to make an Oscar push again for uh, his next movie called Nightmare Alley, which comes out December third. It's got Tony Collette, David Straham, and Kate Blanchett, and it's uh, an ambitious carny with a talent for manipulating people with a few select chosen words. Hooks up with a female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be pushed back, but like. I am excited about because I heard the cast. Yeah. And why like, do you think that one will be pushed back? I just assume everything's going to be pushed back. Oh, like, <laughs> I don't see. Like I'm just being. No, like, these are the dates, and that's it. If you guys aren't fucking ready, we are. We'll keep just LA theaters open. Fucking going. Stop delaying movies. I'm va- I'm fully vaccinated. I'm ready to go. Like, bro, I'm 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 fine with that. Like, I'm not yeah. saying, but I'm just assuming <laughs> it's going to be pushed back. Like, I just don't see anything. Like, even like, I'm really glad they're done with The Witcher and everything. Like, that was like a pleasant surprise when you sent me that article because I really wasn't sure. And like, I know they're done, but I'm assuming it's going to be put. I, I just see everything as being pushed back. I'm very pessimistic. Like, I I I don't see a lot of positive things happening happening right now so like i just assume something will go wrong <laughs> well it seems like the the stuff with television at least if that's done you could still release that stuff a quiet place too still isn't now <laughs> that's a movie though yeah <laughs> it still isn't out we got uh <laughs> you got uh zack snyder's army of the dead uh comes out this month on netflix um the, oh, there was a teaser for Stranger Things season four. Yeah, I did see it. It looks like they might, you know, remember when they, you know, did like those other kids for like those couple episodes and they just forgot about it and we like talk yeah. shit about it. Maybe we'll touch on them a little bit more, but like I hope like Millie Bobby Brown gets like off like real suddenly within the first like 10 minutes of episode <laughs> one. Then I'll be like, maybe there's potential. I nah. cannot fucking stand that girl. Like oh, really? I just yeah. it's Mike in that that uh one that you know after he like you know was made it made it all selfish for him in the second season. It was like it just kill him off. <laughs> like he's being annoyed. I was already starting to have problems with Godzilla, but I was like, all right, and as soon as she started speaking, and I was like, oh, God, it's her. Like, I was just like, oh, you, did you finish it, or did you just watch uh, Godzilla, uh, no, Godzilla vs. Kong or King of Monsters? Oh, uh, uh, Godzilla Kong. Oh, did you just watch the, uh, the fight scenes? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well yeah i did that and then i started sort of watching like a little because i was like i want to see some wait why did they get to the and then like i went and i like found out like this and i was like oh man i really wish i don't wasted my time like yeah that is so fucking stupid yeah it's and, real like, dumb how they get to like certain things and do things but every every part with her in it i just immediately fast forwarded through. yeah well uh but, i know they announced uh uh, uh, Adam Wingard is going to do a, uh, another uh, Godzilla Kong movie. I think they want to call it uh, Son of Kong. So we'll see how that goes. 
Um, I did watch the uh, the new Mortal Kombat movie, and it was exactly what I expected it to be. So I would just watch the fight scenes and that, and like the gore is really good. But like, yeah, the story the story is dumb. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. Like, if you see the trailers, like that they they give you exactly what you want from that movie, and it's just you know, I mean, they don't even do the Mortal Kombat tournament because supposedly they have like three movies planned, so it's kind of like you know uh them gearing up for it and like but they're still like the scorpion sub-zero stuff was cool um some of the fights weren't that great but like the when they did like the the finisher finishing moves it was fucking great and kano was great too so but yeah that's i uh, I, i'm not planning on ever checking that out yeah it was, it's much better than the original that's the, but yeah it's still like garbage but like it's worth just you should just like fast forward and watch the uh wasn't the fight Van Damme in the original didn't he play one of them didn't he play like um no he was supposed to be johnny cage because he was modeled uh, off yeah, of johnny cage yeah. but he went and did a lot of cocaine and did street fighter instead ah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but uh yeah that about wraps it up for me i don't know if there was any other ones that you were looking forward to coming out this year that i didn't mention well, i mean I there's mean, other movies i want to see but those were like my five like can't wait for those you know that's yeah i don't know if you have I, anything else i just really hope like antler comes out like that's like next on my list like i've been waiting for that for i i thought it was only like i like i said i always track a time like real easily these days yeah (laughs) so like i just don't know but like yeah i'm hoping for i'm hoping to see that and uh if it comes out when was it the 27th or 28th 29th of october so right the friday before halloween what was the one that comes out like the 28th of this month that we just talked about? Uh, oh, uh, Quiet Place 2. Quiet Place 2. Yeah. 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 At least I'm... next time we'll be able to cast about <clears throat> that movie, which will be like old and the technology will probably be dated. <laughs> <laughs> but we could talk about that and uh, the Army of the Dead because uh, that'll be on Netflix. Yeah. So yes. we'll, we'll have two movies to talk about uh, next time. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll do a cast between then. Who knows uh, the way our schedules work out. It seems to be twice a month. Yeah. So, it, uh, it's, but, it is. Uh, it is. Yeah. Do. Yeah. But uh, yes. Uh, thanks for joining me uh, and look forward to the changes coming up. But uh, for right now, we are still Fright Central, but we will yeah. announce and do yeah, things man. hopefully in the future so uh Take care of yourself and everybody be safe yeah you too we're getting there all right man peace